0: We were just talking uh, with Mario Canseco from Research Co. about his latest poll and 85% of Vancouver residents saying yes, they would prefer to have more recycling options and they are fully in favour of banning plastic straws. But will that actually do anything for the environment? Well, Tristan Hopper, who is a columnist at the National Post, has written about this very topic and joins us on the line now. Tristan, great to have you back on the show.
1: Thanks for having
0: me. Uh, This was a big conversation at my house as well, because when this first came out, uh, there was some head scratching going on. And uh, the question being asked, are plastic straws really the biggest enemy? And in your column, you address that.
1: Uh, yeah particularly when it comes to uh so i mean when when these plastic bands uh straw bands are being put in everybody's saying well this is to protect the ocean there's too much plastic in the ocean that's true it's a pretty serious problem with ocean plastic but you, you have to start thinking so you're in vancouver um you you use a straw and then when you're done with the straw um if you're like most responsible Vancouverite you put it in the garbage And then that garbage is bagged up by the municipality and it's taken to a garbage dump where it's buried in the ground and then covered in clay and entombed in the earth for all time. Um, So you have to wonder to yourself, how is that ending up in the ocean? And you would be correct in assuming that actually, um, if if you're not littering, um, there is very little chance that anything plastic that you ever use is ending up in the ocean. So um, in truth, um, when you actually look at the causes of ocean plastic, Um, It's not Western consumer behavior. Um, Up to 95% can be attributed to the fact that uh, um, it's just poor waste management in the developing world. So they've studied this. Uh, I mean, I I cite several studies in the story that I wrote for the National Post. Um, And when you actually trace where ocean plastic is coming from, um, it's the fact that you had a a huge boom in uh, developing economies in Asia. Um, You had a consequent boom. Uh, in uh, the amount of consumer garbage being used, and it's just overwhelmed local waste management practices. So places like Indonesia, China, uh, Vietnam, um, you actually go there, you'll see beaches covered in garbage. You'll see dumps that are on the coastline, and then uh, you know the tide comes in and washes garbage out to sea. So yeah, most of this problem is happening due to poor waste management in the third world, and it's weird to me. Uh, that we've assumed that we can fix it just by banning a bunch of straws that weren't ending up in the ocean anyway.
0: <laughs> exactly. And uh, to be fair, I mean, no one, and you make this point in the column as well, no one is saying uh, that that ocean plastic, uh, no one's saying there isn't a problem. There is. We've all seen the pictures. Uh, you've included some of the images in your column that are difficult to look at. Uh, no one is mm-hmm. suggesting it's not a problem, but perhaps there is a difference on uh, on what the solution might be.
1: Yeah, I, I would compare it to, uh, you go to the doctor and they say, oh, you have pancreatic cancer. And you say, okay, well, I'm going to take up jogging. Um, I mean, jogging is good for you. No one's going to argue that it isn't, but, uh, you know, you have much bigger, uh, issues, uh, than, you know, you should probably get some chemotherapy or something. Uh, so yeah, if, uh, empirically you're saying, well, there's a problem with ocean plastic. Uh, and like, well, you know, up to 95% of it is coming from the developing world, and then you're like, well, I'll just ban these straws which weren't ending up in the ocean. And I guess the tragedy in all this is all our focus on actually fixing ocean plastic is going towards straws, which, again, probably won't make any difference whatsoever. Meanwhile, it's actually a pretty easy fix uh, because we know about waste management. We're really good at it. We've been doing it uh, for more than 60 years uh, here in the uh, Western developed world. Uh, so it really... Um, all you have to do is go to the developing world, uh, pour a bunch of money into, you know, development of dumps, and you will fix a large portion of this problem. So if you're actually looking for the best bang for your buck and a solution which is actually going to keep plastic out of the oceans, uh is building dumps in Indonesia in China, in Vietnam. Uh, But it's weird. There are charities that are doing this. There are people that understand this as a solution, but it's been totally crowded out by all this talk over plastic straws.
0: (laughs) So you're saying that to stop plastic from ending up in the ocean, we need to stop throwing plastic in the ocean.
1: Uh, That's correct. And uh, again, uh, the only way that your plastic straw ends up in the ocean in Vancouver is if you take your drink, Walk up right to Falls Creek and throw it directly into the ocean like a jerk. Um, <laughs> so if you aren't doing that, you are correct in assuming that, uh, yeah, your plastic habit, it, you know, it's not good. It's wasting resources, but it's not choking anything either.
0: Where do you th- what do you think is it because of the convenience in that giving up a straw is pretty easy it's easier than giving up the cup it's easier than a lot of other things uh, you're right it's not going to make one bit of difference with plastic in the ocean where and where is it coming from because you write about this as well that why have we grabbed onto the straw as the plastic of all evils
1: so the reason the Singular reason why we we focused on plastics is there was this viral video I'm sure most of your listening audience has seen it and it was a, a sea turtle that was picked up uh, by marine biologist off the coast of Costa Rica and then they found a bit of plastic straw in this sea turtle's nose and then they're extracting it and then it's really painful so it's really you know awful video uh, they're pulling the straw out and the sea turtle nah, nah. uh, so everybody just sort of uh, fixated on that and said well we have to get rid of straws uh, when you know you know I, I would argue the more logical takeaway would be to you know ask a few questions where where's the garbage coming from how would that particular garbage have gotten there uh, most likely that straw uh, was used initially in the developing world and then was put into a dump that, you know, wasn't properly screened, uh, you know, didn't have any uh, clay cap over it, uh, you know, wasn't being buried, and then blew into the ocean and then made its way east and then ended up in that sea turtle's nose. But instead, everybody just fixated on the particular thing in that nose and said, well, if we just stop using straws, maybe the sea turtle, no more sea turtles will choke uh, or get, get this uh, straw on their nose. And, of course, when you actually, another study, I cite like in the National Post story, is when you look at... Things that are most dangerous to sea turtles and to marine life, straws don't even make the top 10. So it's, we, all, we just fixated on straws because this one particular sea turtle happened to get a straw, but no, it's awful. But that particular sea turtle would probably agree with us that we should get rid of straws. But uh, when you look at the top 10 plastic things that are actually killing marine life, the things that didn't get a viral video, it's uh, number one, by a country mile is lost fishing nets. And then it's, you know, cigarette butts and a, a, a variety of other things to get the straws. So it's really weird that we sort of fixated on something that wasn't tremendously dangerous and uh, polluting the ocean uh, when compared to the alternatives.
0: It's also, it seems strange, and you've touched on this too, that we've not only fixated on the straw, but we, we don't know how many straws are out there. And here we are talking about the numbers that, as you've written about, are being were brought out by a nine-year-old.
1: Uh, yeah this is this is a good point so this is this is not mine doing this is this is coming from reason magazine so every single anti-straw campaigner uh, we'll cite this statistic. 500 million straws are being used by the, in the United States every day. Uh, now, of course, there's less than 350 million Americans. So that means, you know, someone is using uh, – that's assuming that every American is using, like, 1.2 straws per day. So that's an incredible amount of straws. And actually, the city of Vancouver cited this statistic. What they did – Is they scaled down the 500 million number for Canada, they just adjusted it for population and said, well, Canada is using 57 million straws. So it's an incredible number of straws. So Reading Magazine traced this number, and they said, well, where did this come from? And they traced it to an anti-straw campaigner, and then they said, well, we got it from one of our researchers. And the researcher was 17, he said, well, I got it when I was nine, and I was calling around to a bunch of straw companies, and then I made an estimate. So this widely cited figure, one of the most cited figures and one of the drivers behind all these straw bands uh, was made up by a nine-year-old and it's completely unreliable. So we're still using a lot of straws. Uh, You know, maybe we should probably say single use plastics um, out of our uh, consumer diet. Uh, But I think it's fair to say that uh, this 500 million statistic being so wildly incorrect may indicate that anti-straw campaigners haven't really done their homework on the downstream effects of this. So, it doesn't speak to a campaign which has actually looked at, oh, what's what's going to have the most effect in the oceans? Um, I think it's fair to say these straw bans are about feeling good and not necessarily about stopping things from choking to death in the ocean.
0: All right. Uh, Tristan Hopper, thank you for joining us and for writing this column and, and your perspective on this. Uh, appreciate it so much. Uh, we're out of time, but thanks again. Thank you. That is uh, Tristan Hopper. He's a National Post columnist. Uh, Love having Tristan on the show. What are your thoughts on this? Because my takeaway, and not just Tristan's column, but uh, other writings about this as well, and that was my first thought on the straw ban also, and uh, Tristan mentioned this, the only way your straw in Vancouver is getting into the ocean is if you go down and throw it into the ocean. And that's a pretty jerk move. So what would be better? Stop using plastics. Sure, cut down on your plastic use, but maybe maybe instead of that money that you're spending on a coffee in a plastic cup, maybe giving that to a group that is building land use, building uh, landfills in developing countries to companies. And as Tristan mentioned, there are companies doing this, maybe supporting the development of landfills, garbage production, garbage areas in developing countries. So instead of throwing the plastic into the ocean, it goes into the landfill much like it does here. Maybe that would be better use, a better way of combating plastics in the ocean, because I think we can all agree it's awful. We don't want to see these images. We don't want the wildlife, the marine life to die. But the straw ban is not going to save them.